Hi there, welcome to the first official episode of the Everyday Armor podcast. In this episode, we're going to do a quick deep dive into where Everyday Armor came from and really what we're trying to do, not just with this podcast, but also with our classes. And after this quick episode, we're going to really start diving into all the topics we're going to cover throughout this entire podcast. So with that being said, I am a second degree level three black belt. I trained all up until I left for college. In college, I tried to kind of experiment with some other forms of martial arts and self-defense, but I really found that I didn't have a ton of extra time to a lot to those things. And, you know, when you go to college, your social life broadens a little bit. I joined a sorority and, and I just, I didn't make time for it. Now, I've been a certified instructor since I was about 15 or 16, and I've had a lot of experience working with kids, adults, really young kids, and I decided to start my own company because, well, really for a plethora of reasons, but I think there's two important things that I really want to touch on. Now, the first one was actually a personal experience that I had that I'm going to share with you in the next episode, but I wanted to kind of start off with the second reason that really led to the foundation of Everyday Armor because I do think it's it's crucial. So that second reason was, you know, I, I love the experience that I got and I think that people out there teaching self-defense and martial arts have such great intention but I do think that some of it is lacking. And I'll kind of explain. If you think about like the, the fitness and dieting industry, right? There was this whole period where it was all about weight loss and diets and, you know, one strict diet. And there was a list of different diets that you could subscribe to. But then recently, and, you know, the last however many years, there's been people coming out with more customized diets right because everybody's different so not everybody is should be fueled the same way so that's kind of the approach that we have here safety and self-defense is not one size fits all because every person is different and every situation that that person is in looks different so you know while yes there are some blanket things that can be applied to every person and situation the way that we use those tools is different. Safety is not one size fits all. And we really wanted to start off really sharing that message. And especially for young women. As young women, we're in a phase where you're going out into the world, you're doing things. And one thing I hear all the time and have consistently heard is, you know, the warning of doing things alone. And I understand that the idea there is, you know, women are more vulnerable when they're alone or or whatever it is. But again, you should be able to go travel alone. You should be able to go to the grocery store alone, go to a gas station alone, walk back if you're in college, you know, walk back from a class alone. And sometimes it's not always feasible to have someone with you at all times. So really what we want to look at is, How can you feel safe and confident and independent in ways that line up with how you live your life and who you are as a person? So that's what we really, you know, want to bring to you here. Now, just to kind of break down some of those things that 
I don't 100% agree with in maybe some other ways that self-defense or martial arts are taught. Again, not to say that I'm the best martial artist or self-defense person out there, but I do think that we just have a different approach and their approach isn't necessarily going to be congruent with the way that we do things. So with that being said, you know, one thing that we find super important here is that the aspect to self-defense that isn't physical, situational awareness, and how we can feel safe in situations where we don't always feel super comfortable, and then also mental self-defense. How can we more safely interact with people so we feel empowered in different relationships? And, you know, with several different types of violence, a lot of the times you know your attacker. So how can we feel more empowered in the relationships that we have in our lives and with people that we encounter? So we really wanted to to look at that holistic approach, going over mental, situational, and physical self-defense. Which leads me to the next thing that sometimes I kind of take issue with in the way that we wanted to do self-defense. Self-defense isn't always tailored to your everyday women, especially women in college. You're in a sorority, you're taking classes, a lot of times you're probably involved in other clubs, and it just may not be accessible to go take regular classes. Of course, we encourage it, but it's not always feasible. So we want to look at everyday women that maybe don't have that opportunity, maybe they don't have the funds, and be able to give them tools that they have high odds of recalling in real life situations, things that they feel like they can actually do, and things to make them feel more safe living their everyday life. Now, the third thing that I kind of want to touch on here is really, you know, self-defense isn't always, it might seem accessible, but sometimes it's not. And especially, again, looking at young women, we're busy. We're trying to find our place in the world. There are so many other things at play that sometimes self-defense isn't top of mind. So we want to make sure that we take it to young women, right? We make it as accessible as possible because everybody deserves to feel safe. But sometimes it's not the first thing we think of when we're thinking of, you know, what am I going to do throughout the week? What am I going to do in the evening with my extra time? So those are kind of some things that we really wanted to take into consideration when creating the curriculum that we have at Everyday Armor. Making sure it's not just physical. Making sure that it's tailored to everyday women that may not be able to take regular classes. Making sure it is as accessible as possible. And you know, we really, really want to encourage women to be independent, to be able to be independent, go off and do things alone and not have to feel afraid doing those things, not walk away from a self-defense class feeling like, oh my gosh, there is so much out there that's going to hurt me or harm me and being terrified of those things, but rather feeling like you have the confidence to go out, do what you like to do, and if, God forbid, you're caught in some kind of physically compromised position, that you have realistic tools to use to get away as quick and efficient and safe as possible. Ultimately, here at Everyday Armor, with this podcast, with our classes, with everything that we do, we want to give you 
the tools to be able to customize your own self-defense experience so you can feel independent, go out and do the things you should be able to do, but learn these things in a realistic fashion that allows you to feel safe, confident, independent, and empowered with whatever it is you're doing. In addition to the self-defense component, we also really just want to discuss what it is to be a woman in today's world, how to navigate that, different pop culture topics, confidence, relationships, friendships, all the things that really do compile to create your everyday armor. Whether it's just talking about things going on in pop culture and discussing how those affect us or different perspectives on it, these are the kinds of things that we want to bring to you while also discussing the actual tangible self-defense and safety tips. And in the next episode, I'm going to share with you a personal experience that happened to me when I was in college that, number one, gave me a passion for this, and number two, allowed a real situation that we could dissect to figure out how we were going to construct our curriculum in order to make it as effective as possible by really looking at some things that could have helped me in this situation with what happened and how I could have felt more safe. With that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode and looking at where Video Armor came from, a little bit about my background, and I'm excited to share with you my personal story in episode two. Have a good one.